So, you know, Chris, I was thinking, and I know this is generally what are you thinking about this is generally not the way we start the podcast. Because uh, I'm thinking because, like, you know, we're trying to, like, you know, do new things and, you know, try to make it a little bit more, I don't know, evolving over time, I guess you can say. Um, and sure. I, yeah. Evolving. Interesting choice of words. Yeah. There, evolving. Um, and I'm kind of thinking, you know, what's one thing we haven't done in forever. There, well, there's a lot of things we haven't done in forever. Yeah. Uh, would you like me to list them? Um, if if you think people will enjoy hearing that, I mean, I don't, I don't really think so. But if you if you want to do it for you, you do you. Okay. Well, you know, you, it seems like you you have this whole thing planned out. So why don't you just take it from here, Brandon? Okay. Fair enough. Well, we're gonna do another movie commentary. <laughs> no. Excellent. <laughs> the people wanted this. That's right. We have listened. Yep. And we have heard all of your emails. All five of them and we know <laughs> that you are ready for another movie commentary podcast episode I, I was not warned about this <laughs> <laughs> we also didn't tell our guests no we did not um we wanted it to be authentic authentic that's oh, who God we bless. are <laughs> that's right um so i figured let's just ring it out here i'm brandon and i'm chris and we are going off topic. All right, yeah, little little something new. I just wanted to kind of like just like ease into it because like I figured if we do like our little normal shtick, like it just doesn't really, you know, you can't do much with it over the years. You know, I just wanted to make it yeah, seem more natural. Yeah, well, well, I, it seemed like you were also trying to uh, kind of pigeonhole me into something um, normal because it seemed like you really had an issue with me wanting to sing a full copyright song as yeah. my new way of. Uh, starting things off yep yep i do because i just i just i don't know brandon i just i guess it felt like it's a little unfair uh <laughs> that you wouldn't let me or better yet, you wouldn't trust me enough to come up with something uh for this episode look honestly i, I tuned into that one and i i think you were a little unfair to chris there i, I think you should have let him see, go okay. off on it okay T- tyler thank you so much i Brandon, I, we did not coordinate this. I did not give Tyler $20 behind his house to say that uh, before the, we got on to record. Um, this was him being authentic. No. Uh, so I, I feel like I deserve another shot at my own intro. Fine. Go for it. Sit. Sing. 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 Can we start a hashtag? Hashtag free Chris. Hashtag free Chris intro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> so you wanted this uh, since you has yeah no I I will I will gladly take the mic on this one. Um, so since last time you uh, thought that it was really inappropriate of me to uh, try to sing a full copyright song, I I I, I heard the complaint. Uh, I will not be doing that this time. Good. So you can rest assured that I will not cross that line. Um, in fact, I was actually thinking our last episode um, with uh, with Rachel, mm-hmm. soon to be uh, Mrs. Mrs. Pop, yep. Mrs. Rachel Pop, um, <clears throat> your fiance. Yes. Uh, we were talking about enneagrams and how I am an enneagram nine, and if you remember the description, it said that my head's always up in the clouds or the cosmos, right? I guess. Uh, right? Yeah. Sure. 
Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so I figured I need to implement that into my opening. So what I have prepared today as my opener is I would like to list all of the religions of the world and rank them by who is oh, the most yeah. correct, starting oh, no. with the best. So Ooh, the best I, here I might is... I have to miss this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll do that for going off topic after dark because that's going to be something not on this podcast. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have 40 more minutes of this. So I do, should I... Uh, it's fine, whatever. We'll we'll continue yeah. the episode. Um, but I would like to get through my list. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about that. Um, but for our listeners, we have our we have a really cool guest with us. We have our good friend Tyler Fox. How's it going? Hello, it's a pleasure to be on. Um, yeah, you're probably gonna have to give me a way more heads up if you try to get me on a movie thing. <laughs> I I am not super versed <laughs> in movie details and. My we'll, my uh, we'll obsessions have you are on way from, off. Uh, Max Keebler's big move. That'll <laughs> be the Keebler's. commentary episode. <laughs> have I heard of that? I have no idea what you're referencing. Why does that sound Such familiar? An though obscure movie from Chris, the early 2000s. That was like a, no one saw that. That's the thing, dude. Like even I didn't Max see Keebler's that. Max Keebler's big move. No, come on, you uncultured. I mean, I swine. wish. I wish it was just a blank. It's actually drawing some kind of memory like i just can't remember what it was like that some is familiar spike, spike tips excuse me <laughs> yep that's all you need yep yeah i wonder if that hairstyle will make a comeback the spiky tips of the not. early 2000s with the seashell necklace Ugh, i hope and not. the hollister shirts that could die in 2000 for all i care i don't want that coming back i got a couple hollister shirts in my closet right now i don't want they still um, fit which means they constrict my blood flow <laughs> I don't want to riff too much, but uh, just random story. <laughs> my dad went completely bald when I was like 13, 14. Yeah. And he uh-huh. actually had, remember they had the hats. It was like a visor oh and it added gosh. the spiked hair on the top. Oh yeah. And he wore that like, not as a joke. Like it wasn't to mess with us. Like that was just, he had, <laughs> oh my God. And I love my dad. I think my dad is objectively a cool person, but that was just mm-hmm. one of those like dad <laughs> memories I have of him. Oh my gosh. Does he blame the visor for the baldness? Uh, no, he shaved his head. He started losing his hair. Gosh, I want to say before I was born. See, mad respect. My philosophy has always been if I started balding, I'm going to, I'm just going to, it's, it's all going yep. off and I'm Same. just commit to the bit, Yep, commit to you the know, bit. commit to the, 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 commit to the clip in this case. Like, yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Cause like at that point, cause you know, obviously I do have a receding hairline, but like I have enough, like I can still grow it out. That's the thing. And I spike it up, obviously. Oh, like, yeah. If it's yeah. to the point where, like, you know, it's just like strands left, why even have it? Just shave it. Why do it? You just exactly. look like Gollum. Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> either <laughs> shave it or like wear a hat or get, because um, they have a lot of great products Implants. now for hair growth and stuff. It's like, just don't leave it like that. Like, yeah. find something yeah. you want to do with it that makes you feel good. But get some chia seeds and some water and have at it. Get a wig. Get the Bob Ross chia head. Get a wig. Oh my! <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> you never have to like mess with it too much. I mean, I mean, obviously wash it once in a while, kind of thing. But you know, just you yeah. don't have to like worry about it. It's done. It's over. You're good. It's over. <laughs> the or, other good thing though is if you don't have hair, the hair's gone. 
you're more aerodynamic. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I, I think something's going wrong with my connection guys. I don't <laughs> really. Uh, cause, cause uh, it seems yeah. like you're coming in fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can sprint. I can still hear him just fine. I, I think he's, I think he's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. This is, this is off to an amazing start. This is honestly like what I expected and I'm having a blast already. Welcome aboard. This is going off topic. It's what we do. Um, it's a doozy, but actually this episode we're doing a, a little callback to staying on topic because we got one big topic. Oh, yeah, we do that. And we got the perfect person. With we have us. a, we have a whopper of a topic. <laughs> it's, it's pronounced whooper. Oh man, I already messed Actually, it up. pronunciations, I'm, I'm super off. I'll, I'll let Brandon intro the topic, but yeah. <laughs> I'm awful at the pronunciation. Today, listeners, our topic is the cultural phenomenon, Pokemon. Pokemon! 25 Pokemon. years old this year. That's right. Yeah. 25 years yep. if you go off Japan's uh, release. So, um, yep. yeah, crazy thing. Um, obviously. Pokemon can rent a car now. Wait, what? Huh? The Pokemon franchise can rent a car now. They're old enough to oh, rent a car okay. on their own. I see what you're saying. Good I thought you meant like you're able to rent a car through Pokemon. I'm like, wait, when did they start doing well, that? At this point, well, though, probably. They call it well, Poco yeah, well, Drive or something. Well, the other thing is it was very clear when they turned 21 because they started drinking so much, and that's why their Pokemon looks so janky now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my heart. I got to... I don't, I don't know how much you want to get into it before you like intro that, or however um, we're just in. Yep. So just letting the listeners know here, um, pretty much for the rest of the episode, we're just going to talk straight Pokemon, just like it's history, you know, our experience with it, you know, the possible future and things like that. So if you're not interested or don't even know what Pokemon is for some reason, just skip this episode. I mean, I mean, we'd love for you to keep listening, but we don't want you to get bored either. So if this isn't your thing, I mean, we don't normally do this that often, but we had to talk about this. We want to talk about this since like 2018. So like, it's been a long time coming. Um, but yeah, we would love to be your background noise as you fall asleep. Yes. Even that, like if you want to just like, or fall maybe asleep to this. while you, while you play a Pokemon game, even better, yeah. even better. We could be great yeah. background for that. <laughs> Soul silver heart gold. Yep. There you go. So, obviously, all three of us have played Pokemon. Um, what was everyone's first game that we've all played? Like, how far back have each of us gone? Yeah, well, so it's funny that you bring up Heart Gold uh, and Soul Silver. I, for me, it was the originals, um, mm-hmm. where they introduced the day-night cycle in Gen 2. Uh, and I was so young that I truly could not grasp the concept of it. I just knew there was Pokemon battles... And that was it. The game that I like really grew up on, learned the rules, like actually beat the game was the original Sapphire. Yeah. Uh, my twin brother had the Ruby and Smart. we would honestly, so you have a twin twin brother. I, I know I have to catch up. You have a You're twin good. brother. So you would have been one of the twin characters in the video <laughs> games that you have to do a double Pokemon fight with. Well, and Hoenn is where they introduced the double battles. I don't think this is a coincidence, Tyler. Yep. <laughs> is, is your brother's name Taylor? No, no, his is name Tyler is Ryan. Taylor? Oh, which, uh, oh, missed opportunity. I guess, I guess shout out to Ryan if he's listening. Um, Sapphire was the superior version, and you'll never convince me otherwise. <laughs> oh, um, he got Ruby. 
Yes, he got ruby. That's how we always did it. Um, because it yeah, was that's good with good gold system. and silver. Mm-hmm. Um, I had. Oh God bless! I think I had gold, and then he had silver, yeah. and then see. So far, Sapphire Ryan and I have had the same games. <laughs> well, now I've got to ask which ones Brandon had. <laughs> okay, so my history with this is very funny because I started up with Pokemon Red when it um, first came to the states in '98, and oh, okay, um, I got it for my Good birthday, start. and I think I was like six or seven. I think when it first came out. And, you know, absolutely loved it. And um, and then I had Pokemon Yellow. Didn't know at the time it was okay. literally the exact same game, except with a few variations when it comes to the, the Pokemon trainers uh, battling. Yeah. But after that, um, then I got into Silver. And then I stopped playing until 2013 okay. with Pokemon X. And then I just got back into it. I started playing um, Alpha Sapphire. I played... Um, you know, I just started playing like the newer games and everything like that. Started learning everything, what I missed kind of thing, you know, with Diamond and Pearl remakes coming out. So like now I can finally play those games. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I still think like as nostalgic as Pokemon Red was for me, I think Silver is still like one of my favorite like Pokemon games ever. Like that has just been like, I'm still playing it right game. now. Like there's so many mechanics with it. It is just so good, especially with day night cycle. And each day there's always something different happening. Like, you know, uh, bug catching contests. Like, you know, there's certain people that sell you certain things. There's like, you know, certain trainers that come up during the, each day of the week kind of thing. Like it was very ahead of its time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I do. You know, I have to ask a question now that you kind of laid out your timeline. Um, mm-hmm. and I would be curious to see if Chris experienced something similar. I feel like every Pokemon fan that is around our age went through this period where they got into it mm-hmm. and then they just suddenly weren't. Cause the ones that I missed, I missed gen four. I missed gen five, gen six. I didn't get back into until alpha, alpha Sapphire. Yeah. And then I, I beat alpha Sapphire and then I've played gen eight. Like I missed mm-hmm. gen seven. I missed a ton of like the core 3ds games. Right. Um, and it's just kind of, coming back up into it um i'd be curious to see how many people go through that where they kind of fall out and then get back in yeah um what does your timeline look like chris what what is your pokemon life uh so i started off with blue version uh and because of our lord and savior blastoise (laughs) uh (laughs) and i uh I got into Pokemon because I was in summer camp and I saw other kids had Game Boys and they were playing Red Version, most of them. Okay. And I was watching them play and I was like, this, this right here is it. <laughs> this is, nothing will be cooler than this right here. And so I got into the process of doing, helping out around the house more, mm-hmm. uh, being sure to compliment my parents on <laughs> everything and anything in the hopes that I would find at some point a Game Boy Color and Blue version in my vicinity for me. Yep. So wait, you saw kids playing red and you wanted blue? Heck yeah. I have loved Blastoise. The okay. Pokemon, the Squirtle War Turtle Blastoise. I have loved them since I, they first came out. They have been my, and it's still to this day, years later, <laughs> I still 
still love that evolution line. Nothing has gotten, I've never, I haven't seen anything new that I'm like, oh, this is better. Blastoise is still the best. I still have the holographic Blastoise card. Same here. It is the only Pokemon card that has survived. And I, it's like, I, it's like, I feel safer having that on me. <laughs> I give, at all times. honestly, I give Blastoise, Venusaur and uh, Charizard a lot of credit because they kind of like defined starters they and what they were. started yeah. it. They were starters. My only thing with Blastoise, and this isn't really like the Pokemon's fault, obviously, uh, didn't really transition to 3D very well. Like yeah. 3D it models was a for rough Blastoise, they did Blastoise dirty. It could have been. Could have been better. Is it just they yeah. made him like a potato with cannons? So, Actually, yeah, <laughs> it, a blue potato with cannons. Don't Google that, people. It's crazy <laughs> that Brandon somehow the I don't know if you've played these games or not, Tyler, but the Pokemon Stadium games for the N sixty four, the three D yep. models for Blastoise in my opinion, are actually kind of better than they are in the current, like, 3D yeah. modeling of, like, Blastoise, like, yep. current-gen games. And I'm like, how did they screw this up? Like, <laughs> Well, now I've got to Google it. Yeah. I mean, like, so it's obviously blocky, after, but still, like, it looks good, though. Yeah. So, after Blue version, I got into Silver. Yeah. Silver was... It's like, Blue version blew my mind. Silver, like, took me to Nirvana, mm-hmm. to Valhalla. Okay. To that. whatever, whatever post life higher plane realm you, higher plane you want. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and I love that. I agree. I love the the day night cycle, and it introduced my second most favorite Pokemon of all time, Skizzer, the evolved form of Scyther. Yes. So those. Okay. Yeah, so wait, sorry. I got. <laughs> we gotta talk about pronunciations yep. because I'm so bad with them, and it's because you spend your whole life reading them, and then you never hear them out loud. Yep. So, so yep. you call it. I call it Scizor. What do? You, what did you call it? I call it Skizor. And then I, Brandon. I call it Scizor. <laughs> Oh, there's one of these is objectively right. I just don't know yeah. where you look to find out which is correct. Yeah, let's uh, let's get Mr. Pokemon on the co- on the phone, and we will we'll figure this out. Or actually, we'll call the Name Raider. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that's an inside joke. I love the Name great. Raider. <laughs> Was he in Gen 2? Because, again, my experience with the so. silver and the gold games was very limited because I, I don't think I ever beat a gym because I was just a little kid messing around with it. Yeah. Um, yep. mm-hmm. So did they have the name Raider in there? I know they had him in home. Yes, I'm they did. I'm pretty sure they yep. did. I'm, yes. I'm replaying the game again, and they have him in there in, uh, I believe, in the Kanto area, actually, not in Johto. So if you wanted to change the name, you had to get like really far into the game to do it. Oh, I forgot. Isn't it, like, what a great job he has. Like, he has a house, so he is successful. And basically, <laughs> people just come to him, tell him their Pokemon's name, and he's either like, yeah, that's great, or that sucks. <laughs> what were you thinking? Come up with something better. He must be an and influencer people, with, like, a good that's, Patreon. Yeah, yep. That has to be what like it is. Like, he just makes a little video of, like, oh, this is this dumb name I heard today. There you go. Honestly, I feel like there there is if there's not one already, there is a market for an influencer on Instagram who rates the names of new babies. And people are like, "Ah, ah rate my baby's name." Yeah. And then they, they you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to suffocate laughing okay. on your uh, podcast. Uh, Oh, that was really funny. We, we uh, uh, Mr. Name Raider, we decided to name our baby Hanathony. 
Why do you name your baby Hen Anthony? <laughs> uh, well, because my name is Hannah, and the, my husband's name is Anthony, so it's Hen Anthony. Hen <laughs> Anthony, get out I of here. I would bet money. <laughs> I would bet money that happened. I. We yeah. wanted to do something different. We wanted Wait. them to feel like they were unique and special. Now, it's funny. So I always forget that Gen 2 had the Kanto postgame. Oh, yeah. Yes. Best Which part. was why it's still the best, mm-hmm. because yeah. there's a part two. There's there's 16 gyms instead of eight. Yep. I get that. It's really hard to compete because I, I think the only other game like with a like a quote, like really solid post game, because I've played now through Gen 8 and Gen 3, uh, specifically mm-hmm. Alpha Sapphire with that post game. Mm. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. It's not that I hated the post game in Alpha Sapphire. It just wasn't. It wasn't a uh, great. I guess is what I would say. Yeah. Um, Gen eight was. This just is disappointing ridiculous. to hear because I'm playing Omega Ruby for the first time right now. So okay. to hear that there's no good post game. Well, no, has it's crushed not. Me. It's, it's not fine. Trash. It's not garbage. It's just not <laughs> the Battle Tower. Uh, or sorry, the Battle Frontier. Right. That you got oh, at the yeah. end they, of the original they, Emerald. They had the building construction model, but they don't actually have it. <laughs> Yeah, I think you that go to the top of it, don't you? Mean. Yeah. Don't you like, go to the top of the battle tower for the no spoilers, the, I guess? Not in uh, um, Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby. They literally just have a construction model. I was like, hey, coming soon. They never do anything with it. That seems very cruel. It's so very sad. Cool. Yeah. We might want to consider reporting Pokemon to the Geneva Convention for that. That seems like that's <laughs> You're some a few kind years of late, violation. We, we were already struggling yeah. it years ago. Better late than never. <laughs> Justice always arrives even if it's late do you two mind if i pose you with a question real quick go for it have either of you had a chance to really get into gen 8 yes i've been no i've i've been playing gen 8 for past few months now and i've been playing the expansions too so have you gotten to the post game of the base game yet that's is that with the legendary dogs yeah yes where you catch them yeah, yeah, I've okay. That. Can we just take a moment to talk about Swordward and Shieldbert? Those guys are who just who are like, the main antagonists of the post game of Gen 8. It's like they just had a Bert to the end of it, yes, Chris. Oh, yes. Gosh, These guys, their lore, you guys are drunk. their lore is actually decently compelling in that, like, they're the descendants <sighs> of these royals from the region who, like, they want to try to reclaim the throne. It's like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But then you couple mm-hmm. it with that set of names, and it's like, yeah, and they have the worst so hair ever. Deflates everything. Oh, they have don't even hair. look up an image of them, dude. The hair is awful. Like literally, their hair is it's like out of the capital from the Hunger Games. No, like even a, worse. A shield and a sword. <laughs> oh my gosh! Did you look <laughs> it up? Okay. No, look it up. It's real. Yep, it's a blonde shield and a blonde sword, and they flop and they wobble as they move around. They yeah. like animate oh, it. Should not be sword doing bird, that. Uh, that's the most like like awful looking one in my opinion. It literally just is just flapping everywhere. I'm like, why is this a thing? Like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! They're yeah, the most anime yeah, characters bad. in the entire series. Okay, Swordbert's hair looks borderline like it needs to be censored. It looks phallic. <laughs> it looks phallic. It does look very phallic, and I it's, that how who cleared that? Who QC'd that? The because... same company that removed the flipping game corner 
from the Pokemon yeah. games because they quote couldn't endorse gambling, even though it was like literally just like little mini games. Uh, allowed a guy oh, to basically boy. walk around with an impossibly phallic object on his head yep. for like the entire back end of the game. <laughs> Not a problem and it here. Was just <laughs> nope. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um. I. I am. I. Uh, also, unbelievable. I was gonna say one more reason why Pokemon Silver is still my favorite, um, like Pokemon game, main series wise, is because of the fact of this. I'd say like once Gen three onward, like anytime you got a box legendary, like you know the main legendary of that game that you bought, like that's it, and then like maybe a couple other legendaries, but you don't get the other one. Pokemon Silver and Gold, however, you can get both. Yep. at different yes. levels so here's my story so like when i initially got silver i wanted it because of lugia and i thought like ho ho i was like okay whatever fine but then like as i got four through the game i get to lugia first I'm like great level 40 why not this is cool and then i'm like wait i can get ho oh this is cool i get to a level 70 amazingly designed ho oh and i'm like i think i yep. like ho oh better now <laughs> like this is amazing yep. and i get them both like you don't do it. You have Lugia. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throw Lugia in the trash. Honestly, in the PC box to die. I feel like so much more effort went into Ho-Oh's design yeah, versus it, Lugia. And and I don't know if that's maybe because yeah. the lore that they were based on was so different mm-hmm, um, yeah. or something like that. But it just felt like that not as much work went into Lugia. Not to hate on Lugia. No, no. Lugia's Lugia is still place. cool, but... If if you have me, you know, pick one or the other, I'm probably gonna pick Ho Oh. Like I just I think it's a cool like Phoenix Rainbow Bird. I think it you just can't beat it. <laughs> like I love Sacred Blast. I love that fire attack. <laughs> have you seen the shiny? It's funny, because I would take Lugia over Ho Ho. Really? Mm. Actually it's Ho Oh. I always said Ho Ho. Ho Ho? No, Ho Oh. Ho Ho. Hey Ho Ho. All right, let me I always see. said Ho Ho as a kid. Yeah. It's still and, the uh, old... I just decided not to change it. Um, I mean, yeah, look, look at that. Ho looks awesome. Oh, go over, over to the the left a little bit. Oh, here. So that's the shiny. There we go. So oh, okay, the, shiny well, the shiny's pretty is sweet. A lot more yeah. gold, whereas the original is a lot more red. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. got the shiny randomly in Pokemon Go. Uh, sorry, oh. side tangent, but. Yeah. Holy cow. Getting shinies is so much easier in Pokemon Go than it is in okay, the base game. Can, can we talk I about see. Pokemon Go for a second? Because Sure. Um You mean the the most peaceful the world has ever been in its the, entire existence? That the peaceful two weeks week. that Pokemon Go was popular? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. My wife and I, we were just dating when that really all kicked off. I mean, maybe we were like four or five months in. Um, and that yeah. was really I mean, I don't want to say that we probably wouldn't have gotten married if it wasn't for Pogo, but it definitely was a ton of the bonding that we did. See, you know, like every relationship's got to have that solid bonding period. And it was a lot of Pogo, a lot of walking around. Pogo was the glue. Yep. Yeah. And so the reason it's so much easier to get shinies is that so like the difference between I mean, you guys have obviously played Go, right? Do you guys still play? I'm no, I, uh, not anymore. No. I, okay. I initially played for like that summer of 2016. Then I stopped. And then I heard that like if I transferred a Pokemon from um, 
Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home, which is like the trans, like the yes, the basically the internal system where you hold all your Pokemon. You get a free Pokemon called Melmetal, which is like yes. only exclusive to Go, and I am able to get that into Sword. So I'm like, okay, yep. yeah, I'll I'll do this one thing, and that's basically my last experience. It's literally opening up Pokemon Go. To you evolved it, right? Transfer it. Yep. I I no no oh, okay. it was already evolved. It was already evolved when you uh when you get it. Oh yes, you get the Gigantamax one. Yep. I totally forgot. But so, did you ever get Melmetal or sorry, Meltan, the little one? Um, I just got it just for the Pokedex, and then I just released it. Okay, <laughs> I get that. I get that because you can only evolve it. So, man, I feel like I just jumped over five different topics. Um, <laughs> with Go, <laughs> the reason that it's so much easier to get shinies, and, I, and I'm not going to say it's impossibly easy. There's plenty that I don't have. Um, but they'll have whole days. I, I don't know if you guys ever got to the community day point where mm. they'll pick a Pokemon. It's typically a three stage Pokemon. Um, like for example, uh, Metagross has been one. Tyranitar has been one. I think yeah. most of the pseudo legendaries have been one at this point if they're in the game. Um, but they'll basically crank up the shiny chance that day. And they'll crank up the Hmm. spawn rate of the Pokemon that day. So if you play in a certain window back before COVID, it was like two hours. And then since post-COVID, I think the longest that they've been is like 10 hours that you get a chance Mm -hmm. to go around. Um, You're you're kind of guaranteed to catch a shiny as long as you go to like a public park. I think the Mm -hmm. most Hmm. I ever caught, I have three shiny Tyranitars uh, that I caught on the, the Larvitar community day. Wow. So Ooh. they are decently easy to get on those days. And, and there are plenty of other little events where they'll play with the spawn rate. Like uh, around Halloween, they'll typically like t- slightly crank up the ghost Pokemon shiny spawn rates. Nice. Yeah. That's um, just good marketing. Oh, exactly. Definitely. I just like yesterday randomly got a shiny rumple like sitting in my living room. Um, oh. <laughs> that's a side side tangent. Welcome to going um, off topic. <laughs> <laughs> honestly did you guys ever get shinies in like the actual games when you yes. were playing them i i do have a few shinies actually um however how did you acquire them so there's been a couple ways so there has been um i had someone trade a shiny for a pokemon that i had because they wanted to give it to me um and that was okay. like in person um i had a i have a shiny gray ninja which is basically like it's um, painted black with like a red tongue. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, oh, it's super dope. Probably one yep. of the best starter shinies. But yes. anyway, um, and then I have a few um, shinies that were like, um, like community events that like GameStop would have. Like every once in a while, I'd be like during Gen Six, they had oh, like a lot okay. of like, oh, get a shiny Gengar, um, that you can mega evolve and be like a white Gengar, which is pretty cool. Um, yes, it's then, only cool when you mega evolve it yeah it's like a lot of the other times like the other shinies that i have are pretty much like in-game community events basically um okay i did acquire a shiny magic carp but i knew it was hacked because it was a level 100 magic carp and i'm like and it has pokey rust and i'm like yeah this thing's hacked there's no (laughs) way this is real (laughs) so i just was that through like wonder trade or something or how did you get it yeah it was through wonder trade so i'm like yeah there's no way i'm getting this is this is not real (laughs) And I want to get legitimately. I don't want to like you know, 
yeah. get a hacked Pokemon. Like, that's not fun. <laughs> so you've never just been running around and you just hit one and you get it and it's shiny. Still to this day, I've never had a shiny encounter. Chris? I I have, and I have only once, and it's a Geodude. So I, I have a shiny Geodude. How I, I am also do it? exactly one. But how did on. you do it? It was all chance, man. It was all chance. Chris, it, they self-destruct. Geo, that and I were meant to be. They self-destruct. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that with Geodude. Yeah. Until you like, just pointed that mm-hmm. out. Voltorb and Geodude yeah. are infamous of just like exploding like during a match. And, you know, well, bye they, bye they shiny. Have, they're under, you know, the, the thing with rocks is they're under a lot of pressure. God bless. <laughs> well, a shiny Geodude is pretty dope, I will say. I, I have had exactly one shiny encounter as well. It was in Pokemon Shield, and it was mm-hmm. in, you mentioned the new expansions. It was on in the Crown Tundra. Oh, uh, nice. I was running around, and the way that we play is that my wife will be sitting and watching on the big TV while I play. Yeah. Um, and she just randomly told me to level up a Pokemon. I was like, sure, and I ran into a Zubat who... Zubat's already one of my favorite. Well, specifically Crobat is one of my yes. favorite Pokemon. Yep. Um, so to get a shiny Zubat, that's probably the most excited I've ever been. Oh, oh but so. that sounds like that sounds like another circle of hell, though. Trying to find a shiny Zubat because oh, yeah. <laughs> that means you have to go to where Zubats are. Yes, and that is worse than death. Yeah. It it has gotten a little better. Because with Gen 8, you can see the Pokemon walking around. Yeah. The, the encounters <laughs> are a lot less random. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my goodness. Like For Gen 3... Oh yeah, it was still Zubats for Gen 3. Every generation had that Zubat cave, didn't it? Until they introduced... Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that new little one with the heart nose? Oh, Woobat. Woobat. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, somehow Woo! worse than Zubat. <laughs> so in the Pokemon world... Do you think they're all vegetarians? Because I don't. So my question is, what Pokemon is being hunted for food? Going off Or or do they have normal chickens there? Or do they have normal fish? Like, there are some things that you can kind of gleam from different, like, canon sources of lore. So, for example, like, the first real evidence that you ever get was with Pidgey's Pokedex entry. It talks about how it hunts Caterpie. Right. Um, so yeah. Caterpie's definitely getting eight. Um, yeah. Other than that, like you can make guesses based off of the fact that like certain animals are on farms. There's certain mm-hmm. foods that you see them eat in the show. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, I think you see Ash eating like a fillet of fish, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this it was, was during the Kanto anime. It had to have been Magikarp. Yeah. Or like it was, or it was like another fish, but like they were. Oh no, that's what it was. They were trying to eat Magikarp, but because his scales are so hard, they weren't able to cut into him. So, but they were thinking of like, they were dreaming of eating a Magikarp, but they didn't get a chance to eat one because they didn't have the right tools. Sounds like, sounds like Kanto could use a ninja knife. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That thing will cut through anything. Yeah. Oh my Lord, the ninja knife. That's another <laughs> as seen on late night television. There you go. Of my brain memories. <laughs> these Chris. repressed memories. <laughs> I had not thought about the ninja knife in years. Okay. That's another so, thing I've got to Google. But go on. Um, if we were to, let's say, eat one, what would be the 
probably the best one because like there's a lot of like food Pokemon out there. Like there's ones that are like literally like yeah, exactly you know whipped cream like you know cakes. There's one yep. that's like that's literally just like I think it's called Slurpuff. It looks like ice cream. Like Slurpuff you know, is a a puppy of ice cream. Yes. Yeah. Like I feel like there is this one. I don't know the name of it, but it looks like a cake. I, I know Chris. It, to me, this is heresy. Alacreamy. There's no. There's no. Yeah, Alacreamy. There's no pie Pokemon, so I have to eat a cake Pokemon. But like this one, just looks. Eh, give so him good. another. Give him another month. They'll It'll come be up a fairy it. type. It'll be a pie <laughs> Pokemon. It'll be a fairy type. At yeah. some point, they decided that food-looking Pokemon was are on the fairy table. types. Yeah. What about? They decided that food was on the table. I will Honestly. say there is one that looks really good, but I don't want to eat it because I would feel bad. But it's a. It's actually this new one that's from like Gen Eight. It's called Flapple. And it's literally yes. an apple dragon. And it, yes. there's another form of it that's literally just like, it's the closest thing to an apple pie, Appleton. basically. So Appleton, the, that's so what it was. Di- <laughs> <laughs> the difference between Appleton and Flapple is which version of the game you have. So they come from the same Pokemon called Applin. And if you play Shield, you can get this apple that turns into an Appleton. And in Sword, you get a Flapple. But like, look at the Pokedex entry for <laughs> Appleton. It literally says children like to eat does it say the skin like they like to eat what comes off of the back of this pokemon because it, it, it's like an apple tart yeah there's this My dark side of pokemon that we have not talked about the pokedex this is definitely well yes. the pokedex that's right uh i would definitely eat jigglypuff because i imagine it tastes like a peep like a <laughs> giant peep i'll have to make sure my wife doesn't listen to this bit She's in love with Jigglypuff too, <laughs> <laughs> and it would honestly probably double as like a sleep aid, melatonin. I imagine yes. it's a if, a if a peep had melatonin. Is that I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah melatonin. melatonin. You're correct. Yeah. yeah, I thought I was I was confusing it with melatonin, which is a skin pigmentation. You're, you're better at pronouncing <laughs> drugs, and than I didn't want to be an idiot Pokemon. on air. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. What 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 Pokemon would you eat, Tyler? Um. I have randomly, this isn't my answer, but I, I saw this <laughs> post that was just, you know, how awful the internet can get talking yeah. about, you know, Mr. Mime, how oh, he's got man. like that little mm-hmm. orb in his belly, yeah. basically mm-hmm. talking about how, like, if you were to take a Mr. Mime and like dissect it the way a butcher does a cow, how yeah. like that orb is probably like the part you would want to eat. And like it gave this messed up reason. It's like a jello. And there was drawings of the orb being like sliced up like a cake, and I was like, or like a sorry, like a steak. And it was just, it was scarring. I definitely still think of that every time I see a Mister Mime. And now our listeners know. (laughs) Did you know that those are horns on Mister Mime? Which, what? It's not hair. Horns? Not hair. It's horns. If you see the Detective Pikachu movie, it's hardened. Oh, okay. Well, so maybe he's got weird. just really good hair gel. Maybe. That is Fair. so weird. So, did they have a name for this, like, thing Orb? in it? No. Like, it- I think they used, like, filet and, like, other words that I do not want associated right. with because, Pokemon. <laughs> because the only thing that comes to mind for me right now is Mime Rib. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that one, actually. I there feel like in the in the moral justice of the universe, I deserved that one. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, for even bringing this up. I, I yeah. guess if I really had to pick one to eat, I'd probably pick something similar to a real life animal that I eat without guilt. Like a Pidgey. No it take. probably would be something like Magikarp or Magikarp, like a yeah. cow. So Miltank, Tauros, Buffalins. Um, probably not Goldine. 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 I mean, do you eat goldfish? No. Well, no, I no. not 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 Unless not I was surviving. <laughs> not recently, anyway. <laughs> not yeah. What 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 day is it? Okay, no, not recently. <laughs> okay, I can't believe we haven't discussed this one yet. What's our favorite Pokemon? I did kind of get into that, but I would love to hear. I, I want to hear your answers first, actually, because mine is odd. But go on. Okay, go ahead, Chris. Oh, oddish. Oddish. No, no. So, okay. My <laughs> wife gives me a lot of crap because the Pokemon that I really like and I really dislike, to be honest, it fluctuates a lot. Like, mm. like a good example is uh, Litleo. I used to really dislike oh, yeah. Litleo. Like of all the fire types, I was like, oh, that one's just like weirdly inspired. And I don't like the design of the, the female ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then it got introduced into Pogo and I was catching it a lot. And I caught like a really, really good one. And it grew on me to the point <laughs> where it's probably up there for me in terms of fire types and normal types. Uh, and my, she will not let me live that one down. Uh, mm-hmm. She's like, I, I'm switching my opinions all the time. So so when it comes to like my favorite Pokemon, it honestly, I know it's probably a ground type. I have had it fluctuate between Sandslash, Steelix. Ooh, yeah. And Rhyperior, personally. Ooh, nice. I would say those are uh, solid answers. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I, I didn't deserve that one, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> my quota for puns has been very bad in the 2021, so I'm really just trying to get my numbers up so that I can coast for another couple episodes. Right, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, you had to be the one to get the, the brunt of this. <laughs> if, if I had to, like, really, like, stick a, a fork in it and say, like, this definitively is my favorite Pokemon, I'm pretty much always going to say Sandslash just because that's a good... Mm. It is very often one of my, one of my most favorites. Solid pick. I like that. I'm not yeah. trying to be a punny. I'm just like, that, that's I, I appreciate pick. it. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, I didn't even catch that one. Brandon, what's your favorite Pokemon? Oh man. Well, I, I'd say consistently since gen two there, I will list my like other five favorites or so, but consistently always, uh, we, we, we only have time for three. Okay. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, my favorite has always been Kingdra. I love yep. okay. that line so much. And when they introduced, when I still remember it to this day, I remember because I always liked Cedra when I was, you know, playing red, blue, and yellow. And when I got to play silver, I remember going to um, fight Claire, the dragon trainer. I'm like, oh, she only probably has like a dragon knight coming up. And then suddenly I see this blue seahorse and I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, yep. I'm going to use like, a thunderbolt on him not effective what <laughs> like because oh, it was the dragon yes, type the and dragon like, absorbs yeah it doesn't affect him I'm like he literally has no weakness what do i do but then just like the more yeah. and more like the claire king draw is brutal yeah if you're not prepared for it like he will destroy you but no, especially because 
Gen 2, they hadn't introduced fairy yet. Right. So when you're facing that your first time, it's like your options are ice, which doesn't water kind of cancel that out? Or yeah, am I insane? It, it, not as much as you think. I might think, be insane. But yeah, it's about the same. Uh, it's like ice and dragon, and you only have yes. dragon air, really. Like, that's it. And it only has a couple of dragon type moves at that time. So you've really. It, he's really kind of overpowered in that game. But regardless, I love the design. I love just the yes. move set. I love the concept of it because literally breathes in, breathes out as it snores, creates tornado twisters in the sea. Like, that is so cool. <laughs> oh, Not yeah. even Poseidon does that. No. Snoring causes twisters. That is just so cool. But um, before. I'm going to remember that now. Um, before that. I know everyone loves Gengar. Gengar is like the favorite ghost type. I actually yeah. like Haunter more. I like Haunter's cool. I like I get how that. more Spectre like he is. I like the floating hands. I like how spiky he is. I like how he just like has like a, you know, to me, I think he's more creepier than Gengar. If I'm being honest, like it's just like I get that. Like as a kid, I'm like it's the hands. I don't want to. It's the hands and the smile. <laughs> the hands. Um, like, I don't want to, um, like, I, I know Gengar is a better Pokemon stat wise, but I yeah. never wanted to evolve him because I'm like, I think he just looks cool. Like, <laughs> I'll just be honest. And my other favorite one is a gen five Pokemon, which is Volcarona, which is a fire yes. moth. I love Volcarona. He's like one of my like other favorites along with like Steelix too. And like, I'm just like, this guy is just awesome like it's like a mothra kind of like on fire <laughs> you'll be happy to know that volcarona I, I i don't know where it fits into the overall thing because i don't do tournaments or anything but my wife has a fire deck in the card game and yeah. volcarona is like one of the most important cards to making that deck work so yeah it translates across platforms volcarona is just a solid pokemon like yeah it, like bug fire that is such a good combo like i mean yeah you're really yeah. effective with rock but like whatever like it's a very good type <laughs> yep um but yeah like i slightly mentioned steelix i've always liked steelix too but i just think like out of every one of them kingdra's always been like my favorite so i get that what about you chris what, yeah. what, what is your top of the pyramid blastoise gotta be my Still? boy okay blastoise blastoise all the way I get yeah, that. Even we could have all these extra. So that's the other thing is we we told we asked earlier. You know what was the Pokemon journey? I stopped at four and okay. I didn't play again till X and Y, and I haven't played anything back okay. after that. Mm. So Sword and Shield didn't play. I didn't play Sword and Shield because my brother basically said something to the effect where he's like, "I was playing, and then I stopped playing because I couldn't catch an Onyx because it says you didn't have a badge." And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm done with this game if I'm <laughs> going to be limited to what I can catch based on a, a badge that has never been the case in any of the other games. Uh, and so it, it it seemed like X and Y took steps forward. Or not, not X and Y, Sword and Shield took steps forward. Oh, yeah. But there was a lot of things that I 
did not care for that I've heard heard about. And I have just people who've played them that didn't have a very strong opinion. They weren't like, they didn't sell me on it, so I never felt the need to pursue it. Yeah. Uh, that and Nintendo is notorious for keeping games expensive as heck and there's never yeah. any sales. So it's like, why am I going to put 60 on a game that's meh? Yeah. There's a lot of, okay, there was a lot of discussion once Pokemon moved over to console and then mm. the DLCs. Yep. Here's my thing with it is that because because I per- my wife and I purchased both of the DLCs. I believe, if memory serves, they were about twenty bucks each. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, thirty okay, bucks you, for Brandon, the for th- thirty bucks for both of them if you get like a season pass, basically. Okay, so like fifteen bucks each, but I'll say in case somebody bought them separate, it's about twenty a piece. Um, mm-hmm. But my my thing is the way that Pokemon used to do it is that they would release two and then they would release a third game. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. I, I guess what I like about the DLC model is that net wise, it is ultimately cheaper because you're paying 30 to $40 for post game versus you'd have to buy a whole other game, level up a whole other team. You kind of got mm-hmm. like, everything's changing now and everything's different. I don't know. I like, Granted, I don't have a ton of experience with purchasing that third game after the first two, uh, but at least from my perspective, the whole DLC thing wasn't uh, the deadly sin that it's been described as. No, it, it's not. Like, I, actually, before the DLCs came out, uh, I don't know if you guys heard or not, but like when the game came out, basically they didn't let. And they still haven't. Like, they've cut a considerable size of Pokemon that aren't in sword and shield like they're just not there like arbok not in there greninja not in there like for some reason like they didn't put them in there but there was a lot like volcarona and kingdra were not in the initial release which you know was a huge bummer then the dlcs came out and i didn't buy them yet but i could but i had them in pokemon home and i transferred them over and i could use them now because of an update i didn't have to buy the dlc but i could still play with them which is cool but the DLC, you're able to, you know, catch them in the wild now and things like that. Um, so, like, once those DLCs came out, now I'll say is a, the best time to play it because you get more content with it. It's basically like the third game without the other first two being in there, basically. So it, it, it's like yeah. you said, Tyler. It just It's a bigger premium experience. Um, I will say, like... As nostalgic I am for X and Y because it was kind of like a Pokemon like nostalgia release when it came out because it was all 3D and stuff like that. X and Y really isn't that great of a game. And um, I just, I, I, I've looked back on it. I've never missed it. The only thing I missed was like the, you know, playing with friends at the time. But um, yeah. I, I'd say like the other games like Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield are considerably better. And I'd even say Sword and Shield is probably out of the current one since like Gen 5, Gen 6 maybe. Like it's the best one so far, but I will still play the older ones just because it's more fun. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I get that. And I think going forward, did you guys get a chance to see like the new announcements uh, for the next couple 
game. Oh, yeah, yes. for Arceus and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. can we talk about Arceus for a second? Yes, you guys we mind? can. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> My exciting, the reason that I am excited for Pokemon Arceus, first off, is that it has the appearance of a ROM hack. You've got three random starters from different uh, gens, and then I've actually heard there's a like a apparently like a historical explanation as to why they picked the three that they did. But okay. I digress. That's a whole thing I'm not super educated on. <laughs> what I'm excited for with Arceus is that honestly, it looks like the basis of an MMO. It looks like the starting platform from which they could then build a massive multiplayer online experience onto when my brother first saw it. Cause he he's, he plays Pokemon, but he's not like super into it. He doesn't play go or anything. He just saw some pictures of Arceus from the announcement trailer. And he thought it was an MMO. Like he texts me all excited. He was like, that's the one thing that could like really get him back into Pokemon is launching that's some like kind of, of the MMO. wild. Yeah. Breath of the wild, but Pogo. Yeah. There are even clips from the trailer that I've seen people put next to the Breath of the Wild trailer, where it's like <laughs> you've got that sweeping over the shoulder, over the hills, and all that. It's a good style, so I see why they did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I was also thinking, like, when I saw clips of the trailer for Arceus, um, or is it Arceus? I, once again, pronunciation, it's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, when We're I, gonna when, get a lot of hate mail this episode for that. Yeah, basically. Size <laughs> or um, I'm pretty dear sure most going people going off topic bastards. No offense, Chris. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of those people clicked off when you said size or. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was me actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no. Um, Which one did you say? I said Skizor. Skizor. Oh yeah. That was yeah. the one. Which that... I know is wrong, but I've said it for so long that it's like it's just it is that hey, now. And it's like you, you know. You do you. Um, yeah. So in the um, once um, Sword and Shield, like when the initial trailer release came out, it was the first time you saw Pokemon in the wild. I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know. But I think Arceus, uh, Arce- I'm just gonna say Arceus, uh, Pokemon Arceus, like the way that the Pokemon are in the oh, wild that feels now. Wrong. I feel like that's how it was supposed to be in Sword and Shield, but it's more basic in Sword and Shield in a sense. So, like, you know, Encounters in the Wild, it seems more fluid and natural compared to, like, Pokemon just, like, popping, you know, like, out of existence. Like, a giant Trantar just walking through the desert. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Like, you know, I didn't see it from my head, but, like, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Hat is flipped around. Yep. Um, I just feel like it's going to be a lot better, but I'm still trying to figure out what this game is. Like, I, I still don't know what the teaser's doing. Yeah. It's just more or less getting excited for us, but I still have no idea what this game is. I mean, for all we know, this could be a card game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, don't do that. Don't with give a, them any ideas. Flip and Gwent style system. Yeah, oh. exactly. <laughs> Care for a game of Gwent? <laughs> with Pokemon? Uh, yeah. No, Brandon, speaking of that, I was actually talking with our, our good pal and friend of the pod, uh, Christian, about this earlier today. Oh, really? We were talking about Pokemon. And I said to him that I am cautiously optimistic about Arceus. Yeah, that's very I, fair. Because once again, yeah. we don't know what we're getting into. Also, shout out to Sequelman yeah. the Podcast. Check him out. Our uh, that's brother right. podcast. Christian from Sequelman the Podcast. That's, that's right. right. Um, we still don't know what this game is. Yeah. And I'm still trying to tread carefully when it comes to that, because if I get too excited 
and I purchased money for this. Yeah. And I'm disappointed. Purchase money. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean. I, I purchase it with my money. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I just thought you were buying shark cards from Grand Theft Auto again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of purchasing money. Yeah. It's like, Brandon, you got to stop, man. It's how they get you. I can't. Disney bucks had me through cards, the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mouse bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, I want to be careful about it. With Diamond and Pearl, yeah. at least I know what that game is. At least yeah, I get an idea of what we're getting here. So, um, yeah. am I a fan of the style? I'm looking forward to that too. I I'm indifferent to it. Some people are like, "Oh, it's really you know cutesy." Some people chibi. say, like, "Oh, whatever, yeah, chibi." But I'm just kind of like, eh. if it's yeah, still the original not? game, it's Pokemon. Not? Yeah, they've yeah, always exactly. been chibi. Yeah, where were yeah, you during Gen true. One? Yeah, yeah. Where's this edginess? Where's the cheap cheap? <laughs> now the Arceus <laughs> characters they look edgy they look like they could beat me yeah. up honestly yeah okay yeah that is so the closest. i don't know i don't know if you guys have ever seen these things i think they're absolutely awesome and there are some insanely creative talented artists out there i a big thing a couple years ago was if pokemon got into the dragon ball z world and they did fusion Okay. And like what the Pokemon would look like if they fused with another one. Yeah. And yeah there's yeah. just some amazing ones. But the one that I just is just the peak coolness of Pokemon fusions is Mewtwo and Missingo. Missingo, Ooh. for those of you who don't know, was like a glitch Pokemon in Pokemon Blue and Red oh, that you could catch and you it would basically screw that your whole game so up. So differently to the point that See, I did at, not recognize. I thought that it was is the missing theme of this no. episode. Like missing I, no. I okay. Yeah, I say missing no. I say missingo. I say well, okay, but now you guys it sounded know. like missing you said no, missingo, missing no. like like dingo or ringo. But anyway, go <laughs> oh oh, I do. That's how. That's how. I, I, it's always been missingo to me. Yeah. Um, I, see, this this is the theme of the episode. Oh man, I love Pikachu. Watch, watch the three of us mispronounce <laughs> the names of Pokemon you love. But so Mewtwo uh, is anyway, merged with missing no. And so I'm sending it to this Skype chat right now so you guys can take a look oh at it. Gosh. If anybody else wants to look it up, look up Mewtwo and Missingo Fuse. Wow. It's amazing. Holy it cow. It is so badass. Yeah, it's yeah. like corrupted. I, I like it. Yeah, so that was the other thing. If I was to eat a Pokemon, I would eat Missingo so I can become a computer <laughs> virus. Chris, I'm really curious how you would describe that to someone who's listening who doesn't have the ability to Google it. I, I want to hear your best attempt at... Yep, please describe so, it. So start with uh, Satan. Yeah, yeah. So has anybody played the Diablo games? Okay, yeah. That's a good. That's actually a good point. It looks like it should be in Diablo. That's a very good it point looks, of reference, actually. Yep. It looks like... Uh, yeah, it looks like Diablo if it had a computer virus and it was glitching yeah. out. There you go. Yeah, that's the best part. And it had psychic powers. I'm shocked they haven't like gone back and made Missing No like retroactively like an actual Pokemon. Pokemon. I feel like they softly have. Yeah. I feel like they've gotten enough of people like us saying that, that they're like, okay, <laughs> um, we'll make him official. Because he's actually a good Pokemon. See, yep. I have an idea of how to bring missing missing no into Pokemon, actually. So, mm-hmm. have you guys ever heard of the terminology pseudo-legendaries? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. So, Chris and our listeners who don't know what this is, 
So Pokemon with their with stats have a total base stat total. So like you know you have like you look at attack, yeah. special attack, defense, special defense, speed, health. There's certain if you total that up, you know some of them are like you know like in the 400s, some of them in the 500s, and there are some Pokemon out there who are at the 600 base stat total. Now that is about just as powerful as a legendary, but they're not technically legendary Pokemon. So you have like um, Dragonite, which was in the first gen. Oh, can I you can have... I take a shot at trying to list all of them from memory? Yeah, sure. My go wife ahead. and I do this all the time. Okay, <laughs> so Gen One it was Dragonite. Gen yep. Two it was Tyranitar, who is yep. one of like only the two non dragons. Yep. Uh, Gen Three had both Salamence and Metagross. Yep. Which is the other non dragon, the only other mm-hmm. one. Uh, Gen Four had. Oh, I can't already mess it up at Gen Four. I oh, know High on, Dragon man. is in there, but it's, I'm pretty sure High Dragon's from Gen Five. Very popular one, man. Oh, Garchomp. There you go. Uh, yep. that's, sorry, that was my first best buddy in Pogo was Garchomp, and I forgot that. <laughs> High Dragon's Gen Five. Yep. Gen Six is Gudra. Gen yep. Seven is Kamo'o, and then Gen Eight is Dragapult. Yep, you got them all. <laughs> yep, um, they're all dragons yeah. except for yep. two. So here's my idea for. Um, oh, also, there's like a, technically, Pokemon has never like been out and saying that this actually exists. Um, yeah. It's only been used with like fan like tournaments and things like that. That's how they like categorize like if you know a certain Pokemon could be in a certain bracket or not. Um, yes. So there's three. There's like some requirements. So first has to be like 600 or over. It has to be a three stage evolution. And there has to be a very like the level, the evolution rate has to be very long and slow. So like it takes you know how like Dratini and um, uh, Larvitar like take forever to evolve. Like it has to be oh, like yes, that basically. So so think of it like this. So like Gen Gen Nine comes out. Uh, let's say it's uh, I, I don't know Japan. Why not? Um, yeah. Sure. So you have Missing No being a pseudo-legendary and you have it be a three-stage evolution. You have like a picture, let's say like, um, you know, like a, the Pokedoll, like, um, yeah. yep. uh, like in the games. So you have the Pokedoll, but with kind of like a little bit of a glitched like forehead, but not, like not too much. It's like a little bit corrupted. And then like the next stage evolution, it's kind of like half corrupted. And then the third one is completely like, missing no as he was like just that tetris block basically and i don't know make it like a steel psychic type or something like that or um honestly i like ghost i don't know why i like ghost for that glitch like it feels like dead code steel ghost that'd be that'd be cool yeah steel ghost because the only other one is how would that oh yeah i know that would that that would be like the the armor Pokemon. Because I was Age like, how slash. would a steel ghost work? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, yeah, like a ghost possessing a steel knight costume, essentially. Yeah. Um, yes. But, like, that's how I would try. Because, like, you don't want to just, like, throw them in there. Like, you want to give yeah. them, like, yeah. you know, a special rank, you know. And But I don't want... Because, like, there's one thing I don't like about modern Pokemon now is how many legendaries there are per game. And it kind of makes them not so special it did it did get out of control i think the real i think the reason is and correct me if i'm wrong because i didn't play these games uh what's the gen i'm thinking of it had 
Palkia, Dialga, Arceus, and then it also had Landorus, Thunderous, and yeah, they had like, and then they, that was the same one that they put in Regigigas. (laughs) Giratina, Giratina, Darkrai, like so many, like why, why is there like 10? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they do like events in the games for all of them? Like events Uh, that you had to pay to go to? At the time, yes. It's easier to get them now, but at the time, that was the only way you can get them. And yep. like that just so seems that so weird. Like, um, and even like Ar- Arceus, like you couldn't get him. Like he, you technically, it's like Mew. Like you're not supposed to get him in a sense. And you were, somehow people were able to hack into it and get him basically. So if you find an Arceus like in some sort of like trading event, he's fake. <laughs> like he's he's not even real. Um, but I, to me, like when you look back to the older games, for instance, I'm not trying to be a gen one or here, um, like, you know, praising you're not the first... a gen one, you're a gen tour from the sounds of it, but anyway, yeah, I'm more of a gen two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is with the older games. So like, for instance, the Canto birds, you have like, you know, Articuno, Zapdos and Moltres, and then you have Mewtwo. And then if you n- knew what to do, you can get Mew. So like, that was it. Back of a truck. Back of, a... there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like those were a set amount. And then you had gold and silver, which you had the three legendary dogs and the two legendary birds. That was it. And then yep. Ruby and Sapphire had and a Celebi. couple more. Oh yeah. It's Celebi. That's right. I forgot. Uh, Ruby um, and Sapphire had Kyogre, Groudon and Rayquaza as a trio. And then it introduced yep. Latios, Latias. The biggest. And then, uh, sorry, the, uh, the, Reggies. the Reggies. Yep. So they, the Reggies. They, still, they added more, but it was still okay. But like once you get to like Gen 4 yeah. to like today, like it's too much. It's out of control. Like the yeah. the newest one um, from Crown Tundra, I think it's the stupidest legendary I think I've ever seen. The, oh, Calyrex? Um, yeah. I just, a, a Pokemon riding a Pokemon becomes a Pokemon. I'm like, what (laughs) yeah so chris for some context the way it works is that you meet and first off it's always weird when pokemon talk to me but anyway uh, you meet this pokemon named calyrex who's a psychic grass Mm -hmm. type who can talk to you and then at some point you get his steed uh which depending on what you pick you can either get the ghost one which is called spectrier or you could get the ice one which i believe is called glastrier yeah, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, and then, depending on which one oh, you that picked, is weird looking. Yeah, you can merge it into either a ghost psychic, or you can merge it into an ice psychic, depending on how you which steed you pick. Honestly, my big thing with Calyrex is that actually, it was really hard. My wife and I decided to not use the Master Ball going into that one. And it yeah. was really yeah. hard to catch without the Master Ball. So to get him, because he we picked the Ghost one. So there's that move, uh, False Swipe, which will never reduce their health below one. Yeah. Like it always mm-hmm. cuts by half. Um, c- because it was a Ghost type, you can't use that as a normal move because mm. False Swipe's normal. So you yeah. had we had to literally choose uh, put in another Pokemon that changed Calyrex's type to Water so that we could keep false swiping it. We had to like Google right. a tutorial and everything. It was hilarious, oh, wow. but we did do it eventually. Yeah. But my, my case in point is that if you have too many mythical legendary Pokemon, it just becomes stale because there's, there's too much of them. It's like, it, it doesn't like, yes, it, you can only get one of them, but it defeats the purpose of 
having the title of legendary. Like legendary is supposed to be like super rare, not common, but also kind of powerful in a sense. And can we and like I know Arceus is like Arceus, Dialga, and Palkia are like where it becomes a little too far out there because it's like, oh, these are this is literally God, and this is literally one that controls time and one controls space. It's like okay, that that's a little too much if you ask me. These are still like, pocket monsters, right? Yeah, you can um, catch yeah. God and put him in a Pokeball. Great. <laughs> well, and it's like, it's it just like totally takes, how do you outdo that? You know, exactly. And then you get other and, legendaries. And on top of that, you just take a dump on all the other legendary Pokemon where it's like Lugia, Ho-Ho, they ain't nothing. Mew, he's a punk. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> this have, one is the ruler of the, like, of your nightmares. Time it's and like, space. He yeah. everything into existence. Yeah. yeah, and then like, like come on, any now. other future one from there will be so insignificant that it won't even matter. Like, oh, you control the the earthquakes. Oh, good, cool. Well, I control time, so bleh. my hot take: we don't need any more legendaries. You keep the same legendaries we have, and that's that's it. On the on the topic of hot takes, uh, in your guys's opinion, what is, what is the worst? I don't want to say trio because not all of them are in a trio, but like what, what's your worst group of legendaries in your opinion? Uh, I'd, I'd have to say probably anything recent. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, in, in my bias has probably shown this episode. I am a gen one for sure. I am a gen oneer, but I also love gen two. I enjoy gen three. I tolerate gen four after that. It's like it gets progressively worse for um, me. I'd I'd say if I had to pick any, I not because it's a recent game, but more or less because I don't like how busy the design is. Um, the dragons from Pokemon Black and White. So you had like Zekrom and mm. Reshiram, and like, Curie. To me, yeah, and Curie. Like uh, the typings and are the, cool. And so, like the Pokemon are somehow cool, they are forgettable but, too. Like somehow they are still forgettable. But what like I don't that. like about them is how busy the designs are. They're just it's yep. too much. Like yep. sometimes simplicity. That's, that's my complaint with a lot of these new Pokemon is they are too busy. Sometimes a simplicity is the key. And yeah, um, I agree. Like I'm trying to think of one that was like recent that was like a good design. So like it, like for example, you have. Um, I'm trying to think uh, that. Okay. So this is from Pokemon sun and moon, but they have these like okay. um, mythical Pokemon. They're called tapus, which are like Island guardians yes, in a sense. The top Those ones are more simple, but still have kind of a, you know, somewhat of a design. Like that's like, you know, at least a bit interesting, you know, so it's not completely bland, but like, it's still simplistic enough where you're able to be like, okay, I, I can see that being a Pokemon, but then you have one that's like, I literally have a, like mo- like a um an engine tail going off in like you know blue yep. light it's like okay hold up <laughs> like, whoever could you be referring to <laughs> <laughs> like th- if if it's busy i'm already lost interest in it like so like, you're picking for, the dragons the original I, I, dragon whatever that trio is yeah either that or the um Sword and Shield's legendaries are really bad. <laughs> well, Eternatus, uh, Zamazenta, and Zacian. Yeah, those ones are... Yeah, talk about busy. Eternatus. There you go. It's literally a poison dragon. It literally is just like... It's like a floating skeleton. 
it looks like steps on a stairs to me. <laughs> like you, know? <laughs> I get that. That's not a bad <laughs> criticism. Yeah, it's bad. But I still My, caught it because I wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. My um, my choice for a while now has been the Reggies, and mm-hmm. I'm counting Steel, Ice, that's Rock, and Gigas. Because yep. the thing that's so disappointing about the original trio is that none of them have the stats to back up being a legendary. Yeah. Like they're not the. Yeah. Ba- there is Articuno. There is Terrakian at a point is a better rock legendary. There is, um, has there been another steel? I guess Zamazenta, I would say even is a better steel legendary or soul. What Galeo. about, uh, um, what about that fire steel one that like looks, that has like four legs and heat more. What about heat more? Uh, I like heat more in Pogo a lot. Um, I, he's like my best fire type. That's really my only experience. He was Gen 4, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in Gen 4. So I guess I'll get a chance to experience him when I play the remakes that are coming up. So I guess Reggie Ice is such a stupid-looking Pokemon. (laughs) It's like they were like, here, here's a challenge for you guys. We're going to create a Pokemon where you only use geometric shapes to create this creature. Which actually could have been cool, but go on. Like I I like Reggie Gigas. I like his design, but I like the new Reggies more. The electric one and the dragon one. I actually like I those. I forgot better. about those two. I Alecki's pretty cool. I like Reggie Alecki. Because like I the guess dragon I, one, the original four, I don't like. The dragon one looks like the skull. Like his, he has like wings, kind of, and they look yeah. like the skull of a Charizard. But he's not a dragon, so it's like another slap in the face of Charizard. <laughs> oh, he God. will never be dragon unless it's a mega evolution. <laughs> <laughs> a also, dragon bring starter back... would be so overpowered, but go it on. It would be. Also, bring back Mega Evolutions, please. That's literally like the best thing that's happened in Pokemon in a very long time. I really love Megas. Though, they were so fun. <laughs> I can't argue with you. Even with like having the chance to do the Z moves. Well, I'm sorry. I've seen the Z moves done. I've seen the so Gigantamax. I played Gigantamax through that whole is, game. Gigantamax is a is is okay. Z moves was trash. I hated Z moves. It was so dull and boring, and it never did anything. <laughs> um, For some reason, okay. they think they have to keep being different. But yeah, okay. So I wanted to, because um, I know we've been going on long here, but I have one more question before the end of the episode here, and okay. it's a pretty important one. Okay. So, congratulations, Tyler, Chris, and myself. We have made it to the Elite Four. We did it, guys. What's our Pokemon and what's our theme? Oh, you mean like what's our team of six? Like we're not Elite Four members. Five. It's like five, who we're bringing. Six. Yes. So I'll start off. It'll be easy for me because please, I'll give you guys an idea. So I am going to use Rock-type Pokemon for the most part. However, I'm a Fossil-themed um, Elite Four member. So... Um, fossil like water is like my favorite like you know all around type but fossil type pokemon to me are are, in my opinion i love their designs and origin more so with my picks i have um kabutops i have cradley which is like a plant the plant one um i have tyrantrum i have aerodactyl and for my fifth one i'm only doing five because there isn't one that has six i don't believe um, my fifth one 
would be Caracosta, the uh, the turtle one. And I get that. That would be my picks. And mind you, I respect um, that. You can you can do type only, but if you wanted to do one based on theme, you could as well. So like for instance, like oh, I, my theme is I, I don't know, um, industrial. So you have like a mixture of like you know poison type like you know wheezing or you know garboder which is literally a trash can but you can have one that's like yep um one that looks like that one dragon type pokemon it's called like um duradun which is like literally a skyscraper steel dragon it's, it's oh duraludin cool. duraludin yep. yeah that's what it was so like you know it there could be go. a theme it doesn't have to be you know specifically a type if you don't want to so there we go just kind of just i get that giving you guys a little bit of ideas here Man, my answer is typically along the lines of a ground team. Yeah. Um, if you and I were in the same region, I guess you're rock types, which are different. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I tend to like ground and steel, which is why I'm a big fan of Steelix. I yeah. guess if I had to go with like a theme, it would be like burrowers. Um, mm. I'd have to go with a Steelix, an Exadrill, uh, Sandslash, um five of them you said yeah i will go with my boy rhyperior mm. and then to finish off let me see what is the what is the quintessential underground pokemon mm. you know what doug trio doesn't get a lot of love uh I, i'd say doug trio which which doug trio because there's a regional variant Oh, I've got to go with those those long locks of luscious hair, which yeah. <laughs> looks silly, actually based on a pretty cool concept. I got to respect Pokemon for like taking a shot at that. Uh, execution the, was a little uh, shoddy, but what's the um the reference? I, I never I never oh, By the way, I love um regional variants. I think it's one of the one of the other cool ideas too. Like Alolan Executor is like my absolute favorite. Um, but anyways, you were saying like, what's the actual reference to the, uh, golden locks of Doug trio. <laughs> um, it's, so it's based off a phenomenon with volcanoes, which that whole region is based around Hawaii. Yeah. Um, I'm Googling Hawaii. it to make sure I pronounce, I say it correctly. So Pele's hair is an effect where, uh, like effectively like metals in the volcano is erupting and the lava kind of like spread out and get all wispy like hair. Huh. So wow. they literally were like, we're going to take hair, throw it on a Pokemon, and that justifies the steel type because <laughs> it's metal hair. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. So, yeah, I, I would ride a Lowland Doug Trio into battle. I would stand on him like a surfboard as he slid nice. forward. Yeah. All right. So, so far in the Michigan Elite Four, well, Elite Three, really, um, we have Rock Trainer, Fossil Type. We have Burrower Ground Slash Steel Elite Four member, Chris, what do you got? I will say special mention because I feel bad that I haven't been able to mention my other favorite Pokemon from Gen 1, which is Alakazam. Yeah. Or as you, Brandon, cool. named it, uh, Spoondini. I love that <laughs> name. I have not stopped thinking about the name Spoondini <laughs> all week. Uh, just for the, the listeners, uh, Brandon was very kind to uh, help me acquire my Alakazam in my uh, current playthrough of 
uh, uh, Ruby, uh, yeah, Omega Ruby. Yep. And he also gave me a Machamp, too. So I have a Machamp and an Alkazam. My Alkazam, like, just destroys everything. But anyway, <laughs> so I love Psychic Pokemon. I love Ghost Pokemon. For a different episode, we can talk about how they are so criminally underutilized, the Ghosts yes. and the Psychics. I get that. Um, but my gym... My my gym type is going to have to be my all time favorite type, which is water. Yes, I love okay. water. Yes, but my theme is ice water. Ooh. Okay. So I like my it. so I'll start with my Gen three picks. My Gen three picks, I would have a whale lord, Ooh, which is I the love giant whale. whale. Yes, uh, great. I would I would have uh uh. Whalerian, Walrian, Walrian, Walrian. You're good. Which yep. is the ice water walrus? He's great. Yeah. And then I would have Milo Tick. Ooh. So also I would actually have solid. so I would have three Pokemon from Gen three. <laughs> from Gen two, I would have. You're gonna like this, Brandon Kingdra. I would have yeah. Kingdra as a part of the the team. And I then like my it. last two picks are actually from Gen one, and I would have Lapras. Very very solid. And then, of course, Blastoise to finish oh, it off. Man. There yep. you go. Yeah, you're, you're the that. Team. You're that one. I love it. Does Blastoise yep. know Blizzard? Hell yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Water types being able to learn ice moves and thus fully nullifying their weakness to grass just will forever irk mm-hmm. me. But I it's digress. <laughs> <laughs> See, like if and then some of those are it's like where thunder doesn't work either so yeah <laughs> yeah um i feel like i i feel like that that's pretty good too because you know what i think with all of ours we got some that have like really good bulky defense but there's some other ones that mm-hmm. we have that are like good speed and you know yep. high attack so like that's what i like about pokemon a lot is that like you can like a pokemon there's something for everyone based mm-hmm. on design but there's also like yeah yeah i can like raise this pokemon to be like really good with like its stats and you know certain things like there's a whole listeners there's like a whole meta game with this series where like there's like certain held items you can use to make him better like evil light oh yeah there's like all this like you know iv training which i don't even touch i just like i want to have the the right moves and like have a cool pokemon that's basically the extent of what i do um but yeah i just uh, there's just so much for i there's so much in here for anybody and you can yep. do whatever you that's want. That's really the best part about Pokemon. There really is something for everyone. Yep. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. what they've mastered. My, um, honestly, there's one Pokemon that my wife and I have just grown so endeared with, uh, it's Toxtricity from gen eight. Oh yeah. He's cool. <laughs> oh, we love him. And it, and if there's not a way to take him with us into it, definitely, probably not the gen four remakes, but into Arceus, yeah, and like later on into later gens, we will we will be we will be heartbroken if we can't bring Toxtricity with us. I know, I know. Um, he said he has such a interesting type combo too. If if he has a, a poison electric, like that is such a cool combo. I love that. It um, is a wholly unique combo. Has not been replicated. Yep. The one I want to happen so bad that hasn't happened yet is fire grass, and I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. Chili pepper. I'm so convinced it'll be a chili pepper. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that That's is a cool. great point. Oh, it's please gotta be let something that with capsaicin. But oh man, I digress. That would be so cool. 
<laughs> like there's a whole bunch of other stuff lists you can check out too. But uh, we're already kind of on the end of our time here. But I mean, we I can keep talking about this for like ages. We on. all could. Like we oh, all yeah. There's still so much we didn't even I, cover. I probably will get off this recording and then go talk about Pokemon a bit more with my wife. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Sounds like a plan. And we encourage all our listeners to go talk with their wives about Pokemon after they're done with this episode, too. Or <laughs> <Yes>. husbands. <laughs> or anybody you care. Anybody you care about. Go talk with them about Pokemon. Your partner. Talk to your, your loved SL. ones talk about to your partner. Pokemon. Talk to your friend. Talk to your parents. Talk to your child. Talk to anybody. Like, just... Talk just, to the wall. Just, Talk to yourself. Talk. Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) Do do we have to say hashtag not sponsored? Unless. Hashtag not sponsored. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Unless. Your DM's open? (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you again, listeners, for joining us. Thank you, Tyler, for joining us. This was a fun time having you over. Thank you so much, Tyler. Yes, this was great. All right, Tyler, is there anything you'd like to plug in for the listeners here? Uh, well, I keep I keep bringing up my lovely wife. Uh, the two of us, we do run a candle company together. Uh, it is mainly an online uh, candle making and selling business known mm-hmm. as Fox Family Flames Candle Company. Ooh, that's uh, a good name. Yeah. We honestly, she came up with it. Um, that's like huge fan. Fox Family Flame. Or, or just... You, okay. <laughs> Nine tails. I would encourage your listeners just to check out our logo because my wife made it from scratch. Like all of the creative side of this is completely her. I've just been helping mm-hmm. with like Excel spreadsheets and like signing us up <laughs> for stuff. Um, uh-huh. But I digress. Uh, our website is very straightforward www.foxfamilyflames.com. So check it out if you get the chance. And you guys are on social media by any chance if they want to check out more yes. of your stuff? We are on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I believe it's Fox Family Flames on both of those. Uh, but I will I will send you links to make sure. All right. She's also that, the social media person. So Yeah. <laughs> All right, listeners, do you hear that? Uh, in the description and probably when we release the episode on our platforms, you'll be able to see their links that they provided. So that way we can get you easy access with no problem. Get them candles. Yeah. They're great candles. They are. <laughs> All right. But thank you again, listeners, for checking out this episode of Going Off Topic. Thank you again, Tyler, for joining us. And have a good one, folks. Have a lovely one. We will catch y'all later. (laughs) All right, I'm leaving the call for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listeners, thank you again for checking out this episode of the Going Off Topic podcast. For more information, you can check us out on our social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram. For more episodes, check us out on these platforms such as Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And we want to thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you in the next episode. See you around, listeners. I guess we might as well just stop recording now. Um, I'm just going to keep mine rolling. Okay, back to recording now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Instead of having a stop, go, stop, go. Um, So, uh, I'm not going to tell you guys yet exactly, but the wedding party, I have a gift for y'all. Each one of us will get something for the wedding. I, I, that doesn't seem normal right like what we're not the ones supposed to be getting gifts you guys are the ones well, are supposed there's to be like gifts. a wedding party kind of like you know i'm not doing it this way but like you know like you get, each person gets like a cigar or like you know someone gives like i, I don't know ah. some sort of thing but mine is more it's not normal 
but it's definitely a Brandon wedding experience, and all of you can use it. So, yeah. Mm. If that gives a toothbrush. I'm not saying. I'm just the saying. The gift of clean I, teeth. I was received a box not too long ago that contains all six of them, and it's working out just fine. So, yeah. Action figures. An action figure I am set. not telling you. You will all find out soon. Uh, <laughs> what comes in six? Socks. No. And some people are not going to have I'm, socks. I'm not telling you, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> you can try all you want, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> Yeah. How how does the 12 days of what is number 6 of the 12 days don't, of Christmas? Don't look into it hard enough. I'm just telling you I got uh, that thing. That's uh, all. <laughs> two turtle doves, three french hens, four. I need what? to look these up. 5 gold rings and then 6 geese are laying. So I'm not giving you guys six geese eggs. Elaine. I'm not giving you guys eggs. You got a 6 geese laying. And you know how much I hate geese, so that's obviously not it. Why would I give you geese? Well, I well, as a sick joke, I mean, what are we gonna hunt the geese on my wedding? Is that what's gonna happen? <laughs> I I don't know, Brandon. I, this is your wedding. I'm just guessing hmm. what you might have done. Maybe I should maybe I should refund everything that I've gotten and do that instead. I mean, oh, I got it. You got us six tickets to paradise. Hmm. Well, that's that's. Are we coming with you guys on your honeymoon? Uh, is that what this you got us tickets to come with you guys no on your no 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 dude that was thank not, you no, so stop, much no stop spreading dude, rumors dude i cannot no. wait to go to bora bora with no. you guys no. i am gonna get so tan <laughs> i'm gonna work off the whiteness <laughs> that i've acquired here in the great white north well i cannot wait for this i i'm no brandon say no more Bora Bora, I cannot wait. The answer is yes. I will definitely go with you guys. Well, you're definitely on the wrong flight because that's not where we're going. <laughs> oh, 